Good morning. I am sitting here enjoying the sunshine coming in the window, enjoying that it is almost spring and does feel like spring, even though it's a little windy out. Um, and finishing my coffee with homemade whipped cream on top. So yeah, that's how my Monday is starting as I'm recording this. Um, honestly, I'm feeling rather um, unmotivated today. I felt like I wanted to be very productive before I got up and after I got up and made breakfast of scrambled eggs with bacon in it. I thought that was good enough for today, but you know, you got to keep moving on with life. But welcome to Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman, and I'm excited that you're listening. I hope you're enjoying um, each podcast season and learning different things, learning from my learning experiences and, um, Definitely, it just takes a lot of, life just takes a lot of learning and being able to utilize um, the experiences of others and learning from their mistakes or learning from their successes is very helpful. And um, so I'm glad you're here. And this podcast season is embracing homemaking in particular and just kind of focused each, um, each podcast on different ways to... Um, embrace the art and to um, not only embrace it, but to master it. Maybe that's not the right word, but um, master the art of homemaking. It is an art. It takes practice. Sometimes it comes easier for others and sometimes it's harder for others, but it is an art. And um, homemaking isn't just for stay-at-home moms like myself. It is for all women in whatever stage of life you're in. Um, like I said last on my last podcast, opening up this podcast season, uh, my perspective comes from the Bible and Proverbs 31 and the, the Proverbs 31 woman. And um, so it's for all women, um, young, um, young and married with young children, married with older children, empty nesters, grandmothers, single women. Um, we're all able to embrace the art of homemaking in our own homes whether you're out in the country, you have a big house, you have a little house, a little apartment, um, whatever it is, it's your home. And even your college room dorm is your home or your bedroom upstairs. The girls here take, they have very different ways of taking care of their room. Bailey is very artsy. And so she is very um, not tidy. She's not dirty. She's just not tidy. And Taylor is very organized and very um, tidy. And so if you walk into the room, they share a room and you see Bailey's bed piled high with everything. And then you look over at Taylor's bed and it's neatly made, the blankets are folded. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite comical. Every time I walk in there, I just shake my head and giggle because they're just so opposite. Um, it'll be really, really weird. Um, when Bailey, she graduates this spring. And so when she moves out in August, it will be very odd to walk into that room and only have Taylor's stuff in there. And anyway, uh, seasons in life, I guess. Right. So today I just want to kind of focus on, um, different ways. Um, first off to encourage all new homemakers, um, I've been married for almost 20 years, and so I wouldn't call myself a new homemaker, but I'm still learning. Um, but I just want to encourage all new homemakers um, 
or if you're newly homemaking in a new marriage, um, just, just to give yourself a lot of grace and to, um, give yourself a lot of grace and don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. Um, so some of the things that I learned early on, um, like I shared last week, my mother is a very good homemaker. She had a sewing business out of our house. And so she, you know, obviously had her own business, but she also took care of the home and was there. Um, and she's very clean and very kind of minimalist. And, um, so I learned a lot from her. I'm not as minimalist or as clean as her. Um, <clears throat> that must be, I don't know, just the way I am. I'm, I'm clean, just not really, really clean. Um, I do have a cleaning schedule that really helps me. Um, I've talked about that in a podcast a while back. Um, just figuring out each day what works into your schedule for what you want to get cleaned. And, um, that would work for whether you're staying at home full time or you have a job outside the home as well, just to come up with a schedule. So you know that your bathroom is going to get clean at least if not once a week, every other week. Um, and you know, different things, rugs getting vacuumed, floors getting swept, um, kitchens getting cleaned. Um, so stuff like that, just coming up with a schedule is probably a very, very good idea. It helps me stay focused because I don't know if there's not probably a whole lot of people that are like, Oh, I'm so excited to clean the house today or clean the bathroom. I cannot stand cleaning bathrooms, but if I have it on my schedule and I know I have to do it every Wednesday, then I just, I know what's going to get done. And it's so nice to have a refreshed, clean bathroom. Um, and so a schedule really is helpful. Um, in that area. And if you have kids that are old enough to help, they can help you with cleaning. Um, we have two bathrooms here, ours downstairs or the main bathroom. And then the upstairs one is mainly what the girls use. And so I have the girls share cleaning that bathroom, um, every Friday. And, um, so every other week they take turns or every week they take turns. So one, like this last Friday was Taylor. And so this coming Friday will be Bailey. And so that's how they do that. Um, and every Friday I have the boys clean their rooms, sweep the floors, um, empty the garbage. And that's kind of a newer thing, um, for them. Uh, sometimes it's just life takes learning, I guess, but, um, a cleaning schedule is probably a huge help probably to every homemaker. It doesn't take long to clean a bathroom. I would say 15 minutes, you know, if you got good cleaning supplies, I really try to steer clear of um, chemicals, but I will say scrubbing bubbles is an amazing product. Um, for some reason, our store, it's a small store because we're in a small town and they cannot get, because of COVID, they cannot get scrubbing bubbles in. And so when I ran out of scrubbing bubbles, then I went to using um, Dawn dish soap and baking soda. And that works really well too. Um, and then I also can put a few drops of On Guard from doTERRA um, with it, that's kind of a germ killer. So I use that. Um, I use a water vinegar and a few drops of on guard mixture in a spray bottle to clean, um, the countertops and the floors and the mirrors actually. And so you're just kind of in the toilet and you're getting, you know, the on guard helps kill germs. doTERRA has amazing products. If you're not into essential oils, I really do highly recommend it. 
Um, you can use them for cleaning. You can use them for health things. But anyway, look into doTERRA. Um, so clean and schedule. Find good cleaning products that you like. Um, I'm not going to direct you towards chemical-filled um, cleaning products, although, you know, like I just said, scrubbing bubbles works really, really well. That's my favorite product to use. If I'm going to use a chemical for cleaning, that would be the one I would choose just because it gets soap scum off like nobody's business. Um, but the Dawn dish soap and the baking soda does a really good job as well. Um, so yeah, so get your cleaning schedule going. If you're newlywed, do that. Just figure out what works for you and your husband and fit it into your schedule somehow. Um, if it's right before you go to work and you've got, you know, an extra 20 minutes, go clean a bathroom or you need to, um, vacuum some rugs, then do that, but just kind of fit it into your schedule know what works and try it. And then if your schedule needs to be shifted, then shift it. It's okay. Um, I know when I used to clean a few houses in town, I cleaned their house every other week and that's what worked for them. Um, I'm sure that they did some touch-ups here and there throughout those when I wasn't there, those weeks I wasn't there, but, um, yeah, just figure out kind of what works for you. If you need, if it's in your budget and you need to hire somebody to come help once in a while or weekly, try that and see if that helps. Um, cause you really don't want to spend your first year of marriage focused on cleaning your house, right? You want to focus on your relationship and getting to know each other in the married um, relationship. And so do what works for you guys. Um, make it not stressful and not um, such a burden um, or a burden of perfection. You know, I know that with all this social media, Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and um, any other social media outlet, it can be just a real downer to look at these perfect pictures of these perfect homes. But, you know, that's just not real life. Um, it just isn't. I think, you know, I don't think people are intending to make it, maybe not so much intending to make it look like their place is perfect. And maybe they are, I don't know. Um, some people probably are, some people probably aren't. Um, but when you're trying to take a nice picture, I know from my own experience with my, my blog or um, Instagram, I'm trying to take a picture, you want it to look good. And so that's what people see. And they think that, oh, everything looks good. And I'm looking around at my house thinking, no, it's, it's not. There's right now I'm just looking in my living room. There's two pillows that are supposed to go back upstairs. I've got my crochet bags down here that are out of place. I've got my seed starts sitting on the floor because they're in the sunshine. It's not perfect. I mean, it's, there's places that are dusty, there's cobwebs. Um, so my encouragement with that is don't look at social media pictures and be like, Oh my goodness, I could never measure up. If it's such a discouragement to you, I've been at the place where it's like so discouraging that I just quit looking at um, social media pictures for a while, just to get my mind back to this is reality. There's six people that live in this house. It's not going to be perfect. It shouldn't be perfect. Um, and it's okay that it's not insta perfect. And so, yeah, just enjoy your home. Keep it as clean and, um, and, uh, um, clean and livable as you can. Um, try to master a new skill as far as, you know, maybe you just have a lot of clutter. So, 
look into resources for how to declutter and organize. Those are two different things. Decluttering and organizing are not the same thing. Um, so yeah, that's my encouragement for this, for today is with homemaking, um, just do what you can to improve your home, make it your home. Don't make it some, what you think somebody else wants your home to be or what the whole new fad is and be so pressured to look Insta perfect and, um, have everything, you know, all the latest fads, um, that gets, that can be stressful too. And that can really blow a budget if you're trying to keep up with the latest decorating styles. Um, just my style has always been eclectic. Um, I love homemade quilts and I love, um, basically the farmhouse look before it was a thing. And so that's just how I've always decorated. And funny enough, here we are farmhouse is in the, in, in right now. And so that's just naturally how my tastes go. It's not, um, it's not exactly how the, you know, Pinterest or whatever the look is on those pictures, but it, it's definitely farmhouse look. Um, but yeah, just get your cleaning schedule. That's what my encouragement would, would be for this week is to start a cleaning schedule. Start small. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm going to clean the house from top to bottom this week. And that's going to be my schedule. No, just like if you struggle with getting your house clean, start with, okay, this week on, let's say I'll just do use Wednesday because that's the day I do it. Wednesday, I'm going to clean one bathroom on Tuesday. It's the kitchen. I'm going to clean down the counters. I'm going to refill the salt and pepper. I'm going to sweep and mop the floor. Um, wipe down the dust, clean out the microwave. Um, and then like Monday, Monday is my get the floors back in shape after the weekend. So vacuum the rugs, clean the porch where we all come in and kick our shoes off all weekend. Um, put toys away, put pillows on place. Um, so that's just my encouragement for this week and my challenge to you as a homemaker um, is to start a cleaning schedule for this week. And you're going to have, you'll figure out as you go on that you're going to have weekly jobs to do like cleaning bathrooms, cleaning the kitchen, vacuuming rugs. That's going to be weekly. And then you're going to have jobs that you're going to want to just do monthly. Um, like maybe wash the rugs. Um, like, you know, the rugs that we put our shoes on when we come in the porch. Um, cause generally those can be shaken out throughout the month, but once a month, unless it's been really muddy once a month, I'll shake them out good and I will wash them and put them back. So it's fresh. And so you're going to have your monthly jobs. You're going to have your weekly jobs. And you're also going to end up having, um, like quarterly jobs. Um, I'm trying to think of what cleaning, like cleaning under the fridge or cleaning behind the stove, stuff like that's going to be more quarterly. And I actually have to schedule that because I don't get that done. It just, it is not, excite me to pull the fridge out. It just seems like it's going to take like hours and hours and it takes like 20 minutes. Um, but in my mind and make it bigger than it's supposed to be. Um, so yeah, just start with this week, start with this week. What can you clean and get in a schedule this week that you can pretty much translate to every week? What day can you clean the bathroom? What day can you clean the kitchen? What day can you vacuum rugs, sweep floors, um, dust? Dusting is a good one. And so that will just 
cheer your place up too. It'll cheer you up. It'll cheer your family up because our, your house will be clean routinely. Um, it's so nice to walk into a clean bathroom. Um, and then especially if you clean it weekly, then if guests come over, you're not like, oh my word, the bathroom's disgusting. It won't be disgusting because you've cleaned it weekly. You might have to run in there and touch up something real quick, but it's not going to be disgusting. Um, so yeah, that's my challenge. Get a little note card, a little index card and write down each day of the week and write down which jobs you're going to do. I do not put any cleaning jobs on the weekend because Saturday and Sunday, we are all home. We are home on Fridays too, but Fridays is kind of like, um, I keep the kids busy, um, and we get chores done and we have our cleaning routine for Friday as well. Um, but Saturday and Sunday, I don't have anything on my cleaning schedule because that just works better for our schedule. Maybe your schedule is different and Saturday and Sunday would be a better day to do a chunk of your cleaning. That's fine. Whatever works for you, whatever works for your family, that's what you need to do. But my challenge, big challenge, but a good one, get your cleaning schedule started. Have a great week. Embrace the art of homemaking. Improve yourself and improve your home and improve your homemaking skills because they are super important. Don't ever think that homemaking does not mean anything. It is, it means a ton. It, it is just, it is a very important job, whether you're working outside the home or you're stay at home mom, or you are home and you don't have children at home. Homemaking is a skill. It is something to be very proud of and to take pride in, in a good way. So have a great week. Get your index cards out. Have fun making your schedule.